Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Mormon city jobs are going, boys, and they ain't coming back to your hometown. If your hometown is Belvedere, Poplar Grove, Cherry Valley, Rockford, Huntley, you know people who have worked at that Belvedere assembly plant. This is 720 WGN, the last car, from my understanding, rolled off the line last night, and the last remaining employees were punching out today. Kevin Logan is with us, the president of the United Auto Workers Local 1268. So did the last car really roll off the line last night, Kevin? Uh, No, actually, this morning, uh, it rolled off the line right around 9 this morning. And then I understand people are punching out, but there will be a crew that will stay behind and help clean up the plant? Correct, yeah. I mean, there will be some vehicles that still need repairs. They'll have general repair out there uh, for at least the next 30 days. Uh, And then the skilled trades are out there as well, kind of doing some decommissioning of the plant itself. So what happens, Kevin? Are these jobs coming back? Is Stellantis ever going to turn that into a working facility again, or are they gone forever? Uh, I'm hoping that it'll come back. Uh, Stellantis is very tight-lipped. They are not forthcoming with what their plans are for the future of this plant. So uh, with national negotiations coming up here in September, my fear is they're they're waiting till then to try to use that as leverage. But um, either way, I think product will be put in this plant, whether it be Stellantis's name on the building or some other manufacturer. I hope it is Stellantis, but uh, time will tell. Was there a talk maybe that they would move some EV business there, but they've already moved the jobs of that, that production to Indiana, or is electric vehicles still a hope there? Well, the electric vehicles, initially, we were supposed to get the Charger and Challenger platforms, uh, electric version, here. Uh, when that Build Back Better bill stalled last year in the spring, uh, Canada had come in and, and uh, offered the was a $4 billion or whatever to move that product up to Canada. So, uh, but other than that, there is nothing in the pipeline that is slotted for this facility. And have you had the support? I've heard the governor talk about it, senators, representatives, local people, but do you feel like they've really fought hard to keep these jobs in that area? I believe that the, yeah, I I believe Governor Pritzker and his office has has fought hard. Dave Vela is our state representative uh, out here in uh, the Belvedere Rockford area. Uh, yeah, they. I believe that they have put their best foot forward. It's just a matter of if Stellantis has any interest in doing business in Illinois. Uh, that is remains to be seen. The people I know that work at that plant, I've had family members. I grew up in Rockford. I've seen the ebb and flow and people get bought out and watched it come back. But now I'm understanding that you're, you're you know, if you if you're close to retirement, you need to stay with the company and either uproot your family or come home on weekends and make sure that you stay working for them so that you get your benefits. Is that true? Yeah, that is correct. I mean, we've got people that uh, uh, are within two years of retirement. Uh, they, they're just shy of their 30 years by two years. And, um, you know, there's there's a potential that people would have to move 
to another location out of state to uh, continue getting their accredited service time so they can retire with 30 if they choose to do so. Uh, did they, Stellantis made what, did they say $17.8 billion in net profit in 2022? Correct, correct. And, and is there a meeting tonight for any of these Belvedere Assembly Plant workers? I heard there was something going on at Shriners Hall. Uh, that's tomorrow. Uh, we've got two separate meetings, one at 11 in the morning and then uh, 3 p.m. in the afternoon tomorrow. What do you say to these people who are now without work? Is there any, I mean, are they... Is there any money coming their way, or did it end with the next paycheck? How does that work? Well, I mean, they obviously, with the, with the Chrysler workers, Stellantis workers, forgive me, I call, still call them Chrysler. So do I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but with, with uh, them going on layoff, at least for now, they receive supplemental unemployment benefits on top of the unemployment. So um, now we do have our parts suppliers around. There's about 400 of our members that don't have that. Uh, they are, you know, just basically without a job. We went in and did closing agreements for those seven uh, parts suppliers, um, and uh, some of them were respectable, others weren't. But uh, with the Chrysler workers uh, going out the door, they at least get the subpay and uh, unemployment in the meantime. Um, and then if a job offer does come about uh, for outside labor markets, they have a decision of either accepting that or declining. And if they decline that, then they lose their company paid benefits, including their supplemental employment benefit. Um, you know, they, they still will receive Illinois unemployment, but once that runs out after 26 weeks, they would just have recall rights after that. Kevin, to put this in perspective, because, you know, I've been watching that plant just like Lisa has for 60 years and it's an up and down sort of situation. It's going to be lost forever and then it's sort of resuscitated. I mean, is this the worst it's ever gotten or has it been in this bad of shape before and come back? Uh, there was one other scary moment when we went through the bankruptcy back in, uh, you know, 2008, 2009. Um, you know, didn't know what the fate was going to be, not just with our plant, but, you know, Chrysler in general. Um, but uh, other than that, it's had its ups and downs. Like you said, you know, this, this uh, July would be 58 years of this plant being here. And, uh, you know, right now with the company, this is as tight-lipped as, as I've ever seen it. I'm a second-generation auto worker. My father was a long union rep out here as well, uh, retired back in 2001, hired in in 1967. And, uh, you know, there is just no information forthcoming with this company, and it's very scary. And it's not just the 12, 1,300 people who work inside the plant. When you consider all the restaurants and the gas stations and the grocery stores and how that plant really is the lifeblood of Belvedere and Poplar Grove and Caledonia and Rockford and Cherry Valley, How's the overall vibe about those small business owners who realize that their business is going to drop dramatically? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big fear. You know, Mayor Clint Morris, I've had, you know, many conversations with him, and, and the, the plant is the heartbeat of this area. You know, not just Belvedere, like you said, Caledonia or even Rockford. Uh, you know, school attendance is going to drop, you know. That, that's the scary part, too, is are there going to be teachers that are going to be suffering, you know, getting laid off and, um, you know, because there's not uh, any, I mean, our facility is the highest paying jobs in the area next to, you know, Collins Aerospace in Rockford. So it, it's it's going to be devastating for this area.
Well, keep us up to date. I hope we can have a conversation in the future that's a little more upbeat and hopefully Stellantis will, um, you know, open their mouth and say what's going to happen so at least people can plan. For sure. Absolutely. Kevin Logan, president of United Auto Workers Local 1268, the Belvedere Assembly Plant. Last car rolled off the line today. Newsroom temperature check comes up next, but first, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.